everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. This is I Need No Name, and once again, I am having to review another mediocre Bayern performance. Today, we just saw Bayern Munich draw one all to Bayer Leverkusen, and this, for me, was a real watershed moment for this season of watching Bayern Munich, because today I saw something that I have not seen in a very long time. I saw a mentally weak Bayern Munich side, and that has me more worried than I could even describe, but let me give it a shot. Let's let's first of all start off with the lineup. Okay, Nagelsmann, he's had an epiphany or something, because it looks like he's back to using the back four. We had... Omar Richards actually getting a surprise start with Lucas Hernandez out with a yellow card suspension. He was paired with Benjamin Pavard as right back on the other side. And you had Nicolas Zula and Dieter Bucano in the center. Sven Ulreich in goal. Jamal Muziala and Joshua Kimmich in midfield. Robert Lewandowski and Thomas Muller up top and flanked by Serge Gnabry and Kingsley Coman. As you will notice, this was the second game in a row that Leroy Sané was left on the bench. And that's a very interesting thing in my opinion. But... It's hard to say what it actually means. Now, one interesting thing you should also note is that today, Gnabry did not start on the right wing. He was actually on the left, which is a very new thing for him, at least for this season, because this season he has exclusively played on the right. Kingsley Coman played on the right today instead, and it was an interesting setup because it actually worked, okay? I did not expect it to work. Like, I know I have been advocating the 4-2-3-1 for a very long time, but I did not expect it to, to suddenly be sprung on us, and especially against a team like Bayer Leverkusen, and then just work like that. But it worked, and it worked for 35 minutes. Now, 35 minutes, those 35 minutes were probably the best football I've seen Bayern Munich play in 2022 so far. And probably some of the best football we have seen all season, just in terms of how much control Bayern had over the game. We were going forward, we had space, we were playing easily through Leverkusen's press, we were creating chances left and right, and whenever Leverkusen even got out of their own half, our defense just closed them down and smothered any chances they created. Then you had that free kick moment. There was a small altercation right before the free kick, you know, and I think that kind of put Bayern on a little bit of an edge and that's what led to the subsequent Thomas Muller own goal the first own goal of his entire career if I'm not mistaken where he sent it past all right into our own net and suddenly Bayern Munich were one all and at that point okay fine you're one all that's unfortunate you pick it up and you go forward but that's what happened instead we saw a complete reversal of fortune instead of Bayern Munich being dominant and in control it was like right after that own goal went in, the switch was flipped and suddenly the players looked like they'd forgotten to play football. The worst probably was Jared Upamecano who started making mistakes everywhere on the pitch. And Upamecano, he's not doing himself any favors with these performances because genuinely I don't know if I would even start him over some of the buying two centre-backs right now. He is such a liability and look... It was not his fault that we conceded the own goal, but we could have easily conceded a lot more today. Like, it is not... I don't think Bayern Munich fans should come out of this game saying we were unlucky to get a draw. We were lucky, okay, that Leverkusen were finishing so poorly because, honestly, we handed them chances on a platter. And 
This is one thing that I have seen under Julian Nagelsmann that really worries me. Under Hansi Flick, if you remember, when we would go a goal down or we would concede an equalizer, we would fight. We would not give a damn what anyone else thought of us and we would fight and we would play our own game and we would never get rattled. But under Nagelsmann, it looks like we get rattled so easily, okay? And that is more worrying than any kind of tactical or form or injury or any kind of issue that I can bring up because mentality, mentality is what makes a champion and if you don't have that mentality, what do you have left? I mean, look at Bayern today. We had everything in the bag in those first 35 minutes. The system was working. Okay, Omar Richards, he looked so good today and I don't think anyone was actually having a bad game up, up until that point. Even Thomas Muller, who I will say that this was probably his worst game of the season and not just because of the own goal. He had lots of misplaced passes. He just wasn't really all there in my opinion and maybe that's a side effect of his recent COVID diagnosis because he did not look that great today and because of that Nagelsmann he got exposed like I have been saying for a long time that Nagelsmann he has been riding on individual brilliance and when that individual brilliance wasn't there like it wasn't today he has not been able to get the win today we saw a Bayern Munich side that was frail that did not really look like they knew what to do and it also seems like Bayern have, it, it's almost unrecognizable from the team that won a treble just like a little bit over a year ago. And a lot of the same players are on the pitch today. So I don't understand what is going on. This is something that people behind the scenes will have to answer because what we saw in the game today was not a question of just tactics or just personnel. It was a complete mental failure by the squad to respond to what their opponents were doing. That being said, there are plenty of things that we can still say about the tactics and personnel. So let me just say, let me just round off some of the good stuff that we saw today because there wasn't much. Omar Richards, as mentioned before, he was great. In fact, I would say that going forward, as long as Alfonso Davies is out and it looks like he'll be out for at least two weeks more, Omar Richards should be our starting left back. Let, let Lucas Onande stay in central defense and let Omar Richards stay there. After Omar Richards was subbed, he, our entire left flank fell apart. We just did not have any ball progression on that flank. And after that, were there any other positives? Sven Ulrich had a few good saves. Benjamin Pavard, I think he was one of our best defenders today. Like, he was the only defender that didn't make any huge mistakes. And he actually, I would say, he had some very crucial blocks, last-minute blocks, just to deny Leverkusen. And in that case, Pavard, yes, he was a good player. Everyone else, everyone else was not good. Okay, Robert Lewandowski barely had any chances. Once again, we have had a game under Julian Nagelsmann where Robert Lewandowski barely gets a chance to get a shot on goal and it's becoming more and more frequent as the time goes on. Today, we had another game where Thomas Muller did not get an assist. He was looking like he would be on pace to absolutely smash his 21 assist um, all-time record, but right now, with the games going by very quickly and him going game after game, not getting any of these assists, it's looking like he might not be able to break that record. Meanwhile, you had Serge Gnabry. He wasn't as bad as he has been in some other games, but once Omar Richards went off, I think Gnabry completely went out of the game. He could, he had a few moments of brilliance, but he couldn't really 
like in those crucial moments where we really needed him to show his quality in front of goal he couldn't muster up that quality and that is the story of Gnabry all season long like it's just those small moments where we just need something more from him and he wasn't able to produce it Casey Coleman was decent didn't really have much in the way of an end product but I mean that's Coleman's MO at this point do we expect anything more from him no and Jamal Musiala Jamal Musiala today was supposed to be um a uh, proof concept for Jamal Muziala as the Thiago Alcantara replacement and I think that as far as this game is concerned yeah he's not it it's this is not working out and to be fair to him he did not do anything wrong in terms of decision making I think his decision making was actually quite good but his execution left a lot to be desired often he would get the right pass as in he would pick the right player out but the pass would either be over hit or under hit or it would be too easily cut off by a Leverkusen defender. There were these moments where he should have either... Uh, how should I say it? It's it, Jamal Muziala's problem. It's kind of the opposite of Serge Gnabry and Kingsley Coman. Whereas Gnabry and Coman struggle with their decision-making. Muziala has not struggled with his decision-making much. He makes some decisions right most more often than not. Muziala's struggle is with just keeping abreast of the pace of the game and trying to keep possession when he is constantly harassed and harangued by opposition defenders of course he's still 19 years old just turned 19 and i hope that he will get a lot better than this but today was not a great game for him and i i don't know what else to say maybe should he play against salzburg maybe maybe not who knows that is up to Nagels, but depends on what he does in training the other players that you need to talk about is Diatomimakano. Upamakano is doing himself no favors, as I said before. He is... Oh man, what what do we say about this guy that hasn't already been said? Like, I don't want to see like I'm bullying him, but for 42 million, I get that he's only 22, but for 42 million, we need him to do so much better. And his colleague, Ibrahima Konate, who's gone to Liverpool, is doing a lot better in the Premier League. And Upamecano, in comparison, is looking like he's completely out of his depth right now at Bayern Munich. At this moment, I would—I don't even know why Tangi Nyonzo doesn't get any chances. Because Upamecano, like, the way he plays right now, it's almost like we are better off without him and playing with 10 men than we are with Upamecano. Because he makes so many mistakes in his game. The this is just one of those things that Brazo and the front office will have to answer for because one of the better performances today was Niklas Zula, who is off to Borussia Dortmund at the end of the season. Meanwhile, you have Serge Gnabry, another contract expiring, and you have Julian Nagelsmann here completely floundering to find shape and an identity for his team that he took over for one of the most successful coaches in Bayern Munich history. The problem with this performance, it's not a bad result overall, given that, you know, we had Lucas Hernandez out, Alfonso Davies is injured, no Leon Goretzka, uh, no Malin Noir. So in that context, you can look at it and say, okay, fine, a one-all draw with the third place team in the league, we'll take it. But the problem is that it shouldn't have been a one-all draw. We should have won comfortably given how we started and given the quality on the pitch that we had. I remember that Leverkusen today, they were playing without Patrick Schick. And honestly, I think that's what saved us because if Schick were there, 
I, he definitely would have scored some of these chances that Leverkusen kept missing. The finishing on both ends was diabolical, but Leverkusen especially, they missed so, so many chances that were just gifted to them. And these are so many systemic, tactical, personnel, and now mentality issues cropping up in Bayern Munich that I am very worried about what's going to happen against RB Salzburg in midweek. Okay, so against RB Salzburg, I genuinely don't think we will go through but like... I, I don't want us to lose to them and obviously it's not going to be a good look for the Bundesliga if the best team in the league loses in the round of 16 to a team that isn't even top 10 in Europe. But like that is the way it's trending at the moment. You had this one game where Thomas Muller didn't have a good game, Robert Lewandowski didn't have a good game. So there was no, no one to produce that one individual moment of brilliance that Nagelsmann has been riding from almost all of his tenure so far. That is something that I need to bring to everyone's attention. The fact that Nagelsmann, he's not created anything that is cohesive and a system. And Bayern Munich does not look like a team. Right now, we just look like a collection of players. We know, They do seem to have some kind of defined tactics, some kind of style. But it's all very muddy. It's not, it doesn't make any sense logically why some things are going on for example Nagelsmann subs today they were so poor Omar Richards was doing so well and he was subbed the left side completely stopped being a factor in ball progression Marcel Zabitzer coming on for Thomas Muller I get that Thomas Muller wasn't having a good game but Zabitzer came on and other than that one we won chance with Radetzky he did not do anything during his short Camille then you had the final subs which were Chupamotin coming on and then finally Bunasar Bunasar, why would you sub him on when you're chasing a goal? Why not let Paul Wanner come on? We are getting bombarded by this news in the German press about all these master plans by the Bayern Munich bosses that someone like Paul Wanner is going to be promoted as the new Florian Wirtz. But if he's the next Florian Wirtz, why can't he get some minutes at right at the death against a team like Leverkusen? And even Nico Kovac gave players like Joshua Zerksi some time to like make an impact even flick did that with Muziala and it worked out for us in both those cases whereas Nachholzman he's not giving time to these players that are supposed to be our future and are being sold as our future by people in the media so there are so many things going wrong with Bayern Munich at the moment that I I really feel depressed right now. I wish I hadn't watched this game. I wish I was just sitting back and playing Elden Ring on my PC. And I wish I could forget what I saw today. Because today I did not see anything that is... Uh, I haven't seen... I have not seen before. But I did see a weak mentality behind me, Nick. And it's not going to get better anytime soon. So... You tell me what is going wrong with this club right now because it feels like everything it's like feels like the walls are closing in on us. It's like too many things are going wrong at the same time. You have Lewandowski's contract, Muller's contract, Noyes contract, it's Gnabry's contract, all these contracts coming to an end. Sul is leaving. We can't buy anyone on the transfer market. The Bundesliga is not looking competitive. The Allianz Arena can't get into full capacity because of COVID restrictions while every other team in Europe is like playing with full stadiums. There are so many things just compounding the problems at Bayern Munich at the moment. So I hope that this is not the start of our Man United era, but if I look back on this day, I feel like I will say this is where it began for us. This is where I knew that Bayern Munich were not going to be the same powerhouse that we've been for the last decade or so. Sorry for being so depressing, but uh, that's just how I feel. 
again you can yell at me and say in you are way too negative you can do that by joining our blog and just commenting with the rest of our wonderful community we also are on twitter at bavarian football works you can also find us on pretty much any podcasting platform spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, whatever you use and we will see you next time with previews for rb salzburg and our general flagship show so stay tuned for those so good night